Hello, my name is Valerie Romero, and today I am doing course project step number six. The first question is about the advantages and disadvantages of being the first one to outline their position in a negotiation. There are advantages and disadvantages to being the first one to outline his or her position in a negotiation. The anchoring principle states that the first offer made in a negotiation provides a powerful, unconscious, psychological anchor that acts as a gravitational force. In many cases, there is a strong correlation between first offers and final outcomes. Many Making offers also influences the offers that the other side makes. Furthermore, this means that if you open first, the other party's counter offer is influenced by your offer, which is not good for them. On the other hand, making the first offer can have a strong, powerful, positive effect. The negotiator who starts a negotiation is superior because their factors remain constant. The first negotiator will be able to present their information without having to think on the spot. A disadvantage would be that it would be hard to gauge if an offer is out of is way out of reach or is too, too low. A lot of preparation can help, but it is difficult to know what the other side is thinking. In an experiment with real estate agents, the agents were handed a random chosen list of prices that spanned from 119000 to 149000 The agents were then instructed to select an appropriate list price for the house, estimate the house's appraisal value, state how much a buyer should reasonably pay for the house, and name the lowest offer they would accept for the house if they were the seller. The agent said that the random list price they were given did not influence their evaluations, but their responses suggested that the anchoring effect came into play. Agents who were given a higher price thought that the house was worth more than agents who were given a lower list price. Next, I will be doing question 17, which is about the advantages and disadvantages of geographically dispersed teams. Having a team that is geograph geographically dispersed can have advantages and disadvantages. A positive is that there, are, there may be a higher amount of focus on the project being completed. Many times with a virtual team, there is a flatter organization structure. This will decrease bureaucracy that is not needed and would possibly slow down the process. Another advantage is that it opens more opportunities for individuals that would not be able to relocate. This can provide more candidates that are qualified but do not live in the area. A disadvantage of having geographically dispersed teams is the cost of technology. There are many components involved including emailing, video conferencing, and many more. There are a variety of programs and devices that may be required for successful communication. A way this can be minimized is if the company provides all the technology that is required. Another disadvantage is social isolation. For many people, going to work is an, impo is, is an important social force. Many people's close friends are their colleagues, and without seeing them, it may not be the same. Social isolation may, may distance themselves from their work and lead to stress. This can be minimized if the manager schedules meetings in different locations each year. The employees can look forward to these meetings and can have a bond with their coworkers. I also found an image which has some activities that may decrease social isolation. Next, I will be doing question 18, 
um, which is about the cultural factors um, that influence motivation. Cultural factors influence motivation in many different ways. An employee will feel obligated to complete their work when they have a sense of ownership and accountability. A common method for increasing employee engagement is by empowerment. This delegates responsibility and accountability to workers in the organization for the feeling of accomplishment of processes, actions, or tasks. Of course, this assumes the best in the workers and will assume that they will do their duties. A way that a manager of a global operation can increase motivation is by giving a pay reward. An example of this was in 2017 with delivery companies UPS, FedEx, and some and the U.S. Post Office paid overtime to assist with achieving their goals. UPS even had some office employees help with deliveries. This strategy seemed to work, and UPS had an on-time delivery rate of 99.1%. Thank you.